So here we are, Jordan. We Take are it here. Away. The Take first it. ever No Hangover review. Boom. Today we're going to be reviewing the movie Joker that me, Eric, and another friend got the pleasure of seeing about what, a week ago now. Yeah. Just, just to let you guys know, this is a spoiler. So if you haven't seen it, this is not the episode for you guys. Not um, the review. Review, yeah. Which is going to be a separate thing from um, our podcast episodes. But yeah. Um, I thought it was a great movie. Yeah, go ahead. Give was, us your spiel on it, I thought it was uh, fantastic. Uh, I am a... Uh, Batman is one of my... One of my... He is my favorite superhero. So uh, I kind of have like some background knowledge on it. And even if you don't, like... It kind of has like it takes parts of like the Joker comic books and things like that, but it's not. It's like it's its own version of it. Yeah, it's its own version of it. So right. it's like you kind of I could I could appreciate it for that. Um, Joaquin Phoenix did a phenomenal job. I mean, he's the, the biggest conversation right now. Everybody's talking about Joaquin. Phoenix. Yeah, and I'm talking for, about Academy Awards for this. For you, also, you were like, if it doesn't compare to Heath Ledger's uh, Joker, oh, I definitely it, did say that. Yeah, I mean, for our generation, that Joker is so like riveting. Like, so yeah, he was that so shit was great. such a. But the not the, only the impact of him losing his life. Exactly, like, I feel like that added to it a little bit. True, true. But if you looked at, at the genius of it, and mm-hmm. like you learn about how invested he really was into the role and the things he was he was doing to to play Joker like you you really appreciate the art and Joaquin uh Phoenix did the same thing though yeah and Jimmy what Jimmy Kimmel fucking called him out on that shit he kind did. of cuz they had some uh you showed me an interview he did but where he did go ahead where uh, they had some cutaway of Joaquin Phoenix like going off on one of on one of the people it on was, set. It was an outtake of Joaquin yeah. Phoenix. And it Phoenix was, yeah, and it kind of like losing his shit on set because there were a lot of people in the background like whispering and talking. And as you know, a creator, especially people who act and they're like method actors, they really get into a role like they need complete silence. Like that's what he was trying to express yeah. to the the. I don't know if he was the sound guy, or whoever the fuck it was. And then he said some shit about um, how the guy made a joke about him being Cher. Yeah. Basically calling him a diva. Yeah. And Joaquin Phoenix was like, but, that's a compliment. I mean, yeah, but I mean, that goes into, you know, how the movie turned out. His interpretation of Joker and like how he played it, like a lot of people are claiming that like it was kind of sympathizing with somebody like that and kind of, you know, justifying his actions. I don't see right, it like right. that. Well, I, it kind of is a depiction of that, I think, a little bit, because they kind of, they're trying to, it's up to you to decide whether what he did was kind of reasonable. Although it was excessive, I think everybody would agree that agree with that, that watches the movie. But some of it was provoked, people would say, because of how he was treated or how he was portraying how he was treated. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Well, and that's part of the movie. At is the he end. really being treated like that or is he, is, is it in his mind? And that's one of the big, well, I mean, at this point, I don't really think it's a debate. Who knows what, if they'll come out with, that debate will end whether it's, it was all in his head or not, if they start coming out with other movies, which you were talking about that today, that he, they were, when I went, at first when he signed on to the movie, he was doing it because he didn't want to do a sequel and it was a standalone movie. Right. And which now. I think all of his movies, I don't think he's really done a sequel to anything. Mm-mm. But, um. Yeah, I watched an a interview with him. I forget who, who who was the person that was conducting the interview, but 
he said that Joker was one of the roles that like he just loved doing it. Like he loved being in that in that role. It's one of the roles that he probably would do again yeah. if he had the chance. But it'd have to be the same type of director, yeah, same type so, of production. All that. I mean, I hope so because the fact that you know, if you follow, if you've seen the movie, you notice that the his counselor in the beginning of the movie is the same uh, lady at the end of the movie the that's his movie, counselor right. that he ends up killing. So exactly. it, it kind of leads you to believe that everything that happened, all the, you know, him pretty much sparking this revolution in Gotham, being the Joker and all that was all in his head. Right. Maybe some of the events that did happen, you know, like uh, Bruce Wayne's parents dying, some things like that really did happen in reality, but it's not because he sparked it. It's just because, you know, that's just the way things went in that time uh, timeline. Right. And then, you know, when he kills his uh, counselor at the end of the movie, he gets out. That might be, you know, him taking that Joker idea and then really, you know, putting it into the real world, breaking out of the asylum. You know, if they want to take it and make it a move like, you know, add sequels to the movie and stuff and incorporate incorporate Batman and all that. So I think that's what made it so great, too. It could go so many different ways. It could. You took you, you take a lot from the movie when you like go home it gives you there's substance behind it because you go home thinking about well something. Be, yeah you, know because you don't you don't we don't have it figured out by the time the end of the movie exactly ends. and there's a We're lot of like co- subtle my bad there's a lot of like subtle hints like there's like right, political right. things like that that's exactly. shit that's in there and like a lot of things that kind of tie into society that are today oh, yeah, so it leaves sure. you like it kind of it opens up it makes yeah, you think or the people who you know are treated a certain way mm-hmm. or don't have the same type of opportunities mm-hmm. like are finally shining and winning and he kind of is like the mascot the ringleader that, yeah the ringleader of that and yep the, with the things that he was doing that people didn't know until he went on that talk show and told everybody what he did was starting to fuse that yeah they basically started like a uh like some type of like parade or or it was kind of like a riot. Yeah. Really, where everybody was dressed up like. Yeah. Wait, it was, was a, it was a, of, it was the protest. The protest, protest at first, yeah. And that was off the strength of him killing those three, three guys, guys in, in the, the subway. subway. Yep. And them discussing whether. Because everybody was trying to make it seem like these three kids who, you know, were going to college and, you know, yeah, they had all the, the, the opportunities and, you know, mm-hmm. they, were, they, they were destined to win. Mm hmm. How could somebody take their life? Yep, and what you but don't. What we got to see exactly what you see in the movie is that they were kind of being, well, not kind of, they were being assholes, and they started, you know, po- picking at uh, what's it, right. Arthur Fleck? If that's his name in the movie. That's right. the that's the and that's the thing too. In a lot of the comic books and other depictions of Joker, his name varies in uh, the different comic books and stuff. So it's it's not really interesting, but just kind of like you know the fact that he decided to give him a name. The Joker right. name, like outside of being Joker, right, was uh was cool to me. But damn, I forget where I was going. Well, the movie. What I think is interesting is it kind of like it starts slow. Like you really have to pay attention to what's going yeah, on. Yeah, it does. He goes through a lot of life shit at first, and it's a bunch of bullshit and turmoil before he like finds himself, even though it's in a negative light. What? And starts, you know, taking action and he kills those people in the train. He takes his mom's life. Yeah. He potentially takes his neighbor's life. Yeah, the, the love fantasy. Right. The guy that got him fired at work mm-hmm. kills him. Like, it's called all kinds of, you know. Yeah. Uh, and also, I mean, with the killings, too, they were all kind of. They all kind of what? Um, spontaneous? Not spontaneous, but they all had something to do, like, uh, 
like the guy who got him fired. It was something that he had some type of like grudge held against them, or like had some type of like built up uh, bitterness or anger towards right. the person. And that's what brings me to the point. That's what's great about the movie is is it provoked? Is it warranted for the things he did to the people that he did it to? Well, the things that come out. The guy that got him fired, he kills him. His mom, who yeah. lied to him his whole life, and all of a sudden in the movie tells him that he's the son of yeah, uh, what's his uh, Thomas Wayne, Thomas Wayne, Bruce Wayne's father, mm-hmm. and he really is not. And you know he got beat when he was a kid. He takes that resentment out on his mother and kills her. Mm-hmm. One mystery for me is why he killed the black chick, and and, and that and well and that's that's and, and if. If they kill the kid, and if because that's the one that you don't see, yeah. Well, and, and you don't see the one at the end because potentially he kills his co- counselor too. Oh, for sure. I mean, the blood on the shoes kind of gives right. that away, right? And somebody did the 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 third person that went seeing the movie with us with the situation I'm talking about with the black chick and the daughter. When he goes to her apartment, he leaves. Uh, you do hear the ambulance coming. Yeah, so that kind of is like a hint. That potentially he did do it, but for me, it's like not confirmation. Enough. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. Because I mean, the part of the, the part of the town that they're into is a is a bar uh, a bad part of Gotham. So I was like, this right. is the you know the project. So it's like there is the projects. There, you know, that's shot shit going movie on. shot in New York. Exactly. So, but what I was saying, I, I remember what I was getting into. But it's like I feel like this movie was a good if they were to do a sequel. I feel like this was a very good like introduction to the joker and like how they and how you have sympathy like, for exactly family. so you you have the background and i feel like you know the fact that it did start out slow and it gave you a lot of like not not a lot but it gave you enough background information as to like before he was joker and like how he really like yeah. made himself into that what's and it was cool a real good intro for me as far as like you yeah. know just being a fan kind of what's cool is they kind of victimized the villain yeah in this you know he kind of is at the same time, he's a bad guy doing all the things he's doing. He's the victim of mm-hmm. of why he's doing it, his anger. You know what I'm saying? How he's taking it out is because of how he was treated. And it kind of makes you sympathize with that, even though it's brutal killings. Man, that killed... The worst one was when he killed the fat guy. I know. That one yeah. was intense. He but, wanted to get him. And it was because uh, when he's standing, in the, when, yeah, when he's standing in the doorway... That mm-hmm. like that view that uh, point of the camera angle that they have on him, it just makes him look. It it's yeah. that movie is very. There was points in that movie where I got goosebumps. That was one of the points where I was just like, damn. That was, it just did like the amount of and it wasn't time surprising. that he put. It wasn't to be the amount of time like the time that he had to put into that to get that type of like reaction as an actor right. and put it into that scene was very like I don't know I don't I'm well, not really one that you I watch you know I watch a lot of interviews and I watch a lot of Joaquin Phoenix's interviews and he said you know he had to get super skinny if you see him now yeah. he's you know he's a little chunky, yeah he's back to his normal way whatever he had to get extremely skinny so he said you know. I was hungry all the time. You know, that provokes mm-hmm. that type of energy, that, that agitatedness, that, you know what I'm saying? So it was easier than he would imagine. It was easier than he imagined for him to get into that type of anger and that type of role because of what he was putting yeah. his body through. And his body started naturally becoming that. It was yeah. almost like having a, a disorder, he said. Yikes. And he would study. He studied. Um, he found some specific guy that, like, 
there's like tapes on him he was in you know a crazy house and how he mm-hmm. would he would act and I guess Joaquin Phoenix found him like real in, inter- interesting it was from like the 1960s or something like that and he studied him and mm-hmm. and kind of like tried to emulate that guy's actions and he said in the first they thought that's what it was going to be and then they had it wrong and he kind of like found other people and just incorporated a lot of people who had certain disorders mm-hmm. and just kind of tried to portray those characters all in one. Yeah, I mean, he, whatever he did, he did, he did, did a it great to a job. Fucking, honestly, to yeah, a fucking T. The laugh too. The one that really got me and the one, I mean, the one that everybody is making a meme out of is the one where he's, before he go talks to the manager of that right. clown thing, right. where he's walking through the hall. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, imagine, like, the, mm-hmm. the fact that he got that down like that to is science. Exactly. He lived it though. He was in that shit. Crazy. Crazy, crazy. Uh, so what else? I mean, fuck. I didn't see him getting like. At the end, I thought it was. I thought it was cool, like that they crashed into the cop car and broke the nigga out. And fucking like and like he had his moment of glory. He did. He got to stand on the very hood. Like his symbolic the moment. Yeah, yeah the symbolic moment. He got his glory. The whole city embraced him. Everything that he wanted, he got. Like it was kind of like a, like a villain movie with a happy ending. Yeah. For the villain. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> like that's just how it went. For uh, another part too is when they in the subway when the two cops are chasing after him towards the end of the movie before oh, he yeah, gets to the got show fucked up and in the, the train. yeah they started pulling them down the and uproar, jumping them and shit the rebellion that he caused those poor officers lost their life damn that shit was intense and he was just like dancing like mm-hmm. he did enjoying it they did a good job of it. There's a a lot of things that I've been seeing that it was like very dark and there's people that were like to the point where they were walking out of the movie theater and like it was disturbing to that point. I thought it was going to be a lot worse from like reviews and things that I had seen. Like I thought it was dark and it was twisted and it had that like, you know, eeriness to it. But at the same time, I feel like a lot of the music, the one like when he's coming down the stairs, I forget what song they play, but before when he's going to uh, get on the that talk show, what was the guy's name? Uh, Marty. Marty. Uh, was it Marty or Marnie? I think it was Marty. Yeah. Anyways, um, he went to go on the talk show, and he was going down the stairs. That I forget what song that they play, but it's like. He came out doing that weird. Dance, yeah, like it was kind of like it, it really did. Like <laughs> to reiterate your point, made it like. The 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 bad guy's like happy ending, like everything yeah. worked out in his favor. It did. Like yeah. he, you know, he went and got his revenge on everybody. He made a statement, got the revolution, and then they broke him out of the jail and fucking or the yeah. cop car, and he had his mo his like I agree and his I think, crowning moment. I think the buildup of it was was cool because we got to see him go through bullshit. Mm-hmm. I mean, how it opens up. It was like a rags to riches. Beat. It was like a rags to riches story for a, for a fucking for a bad guy. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, in the beginning of the movie, we see him get his ass beat. He's going mm-hmm. through all the bullshit, his mom, all that. And then it starts rolling. He starts finding out shit about himself. Fucking um, starts basically premeditating the people that he's going to And it makes back. him, and it gives and like, you. And he it, holds it off like the crescendo at the end. Yeah. When he makes it on the talk show. And, and it kind of gives the talk it show like host. he's like, it makes him. Uh, 
seem a little bit more intelligent than they give off in the beginning of the movie. Like, in the beginning of the movie, they make him seem like he's kind of, like, just a whim, kind of, like, naive type dude. But as the movie builds, you see that he is very, like, strategic in what he's doing. And, like, there's a method to his madness. Right. And that's, that's, I mean, that's capturing Joker as a character, I feel like, in the the greatest oh, way. Yeah, he's this he 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 was always smart. Exactly. But he, 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 had, he like I feel like they did a good job of or Joaquin Phoenix did a good job of adding like in the cartoons, like he's a, like he does the fucked up shit and he's the bad guy, but he has his like little quirks and he's like a goofy guy, but right. he's gonna fuck you up. Like he's for sure. He's dark and twisted. Exactly. And they did a good I feel like they did a good job. The movie, the director, Joaquin Phoenix, all that, they did a good job of really capturing like I feel like to me was probably Easily DC's best movie. For sure. He might be my favorite Joker. I might be just talking in the moment, but that might be my favorite Joker performance. See, but he's a different type of Joker. That's what's cool about it. You can almost put him in a different Joker category. They take he does they take a not there's no They take inspiration from like a lot of different jokers, like played from like so it's you know the origin story of Joker. Essentially it is, yeah. And they, I mean, we've never had one. No, we've never. had like Joker comic with backgrounds. Yeah, so now we, we can sympathize. Yeah, with we've had it like with the comic books and stuff, but like in like in movies, we've never had the. He's the biggest villain though. Oh, for sure. Of all time, probably. For sure. Yeah. Mm. Between him and who? Damn, I guess you're right. I can't even. I mean, maybe Spider. Who's revered as as much as Venom? Venom, Doctor Octopus. Yeah, but he was only he was a one time thing in a movie. Oh man, I guess yeah. Venom would be yeah, up there. I'm, I'm trying to think. Magneto, Magneto from X Men. He's another big villain. That's true. That I can think off the top of my head. But Joker, I feel like he he's like in a he is. Yeah, he is, he really is. He really is. He's the like, most revered, the most talked about, the most. Liked. Well, because in a lot of the comic books, like he's just a, like they you you don't really you're not censored in the comic book so they fucking go all out with some of the shit that he does and like right. they make him sick it, yeah like sick and twisted like right so man joker is the fucking best batman is the best i don't give a fuck what anybody says this jo- the batman universe dc is probably the best over marvel in my opinion you said what marvel like as far as I mean, the DC, that they've the, done, no, I'm not talking about movies. Characters. I'm talking about characters because they have the best superheroes. They got Superman and Batman, and they have fuck is wrong fucked with it up. Anyways, yeah, Joker was a good flick. Made you think. Well, then, what would you give it? Uh, what are we rating this out of? Let me ask you this: Is why you think he walks away with some some accolades, some trophies? If he doesn't, then that is a disservice to the world. Okay, so you. you feel I think the right? I think the movie was better than Endgame. Yeah, I think so. I feel like Endgame. I feel like Endgame. Like I feel like standpoint. Endgame had the like the the razzle dazzle and the of pizzazz, course. but all them superheroes but, in one movie. Yeah, but I feel like as a movie, as like an actual movie, I feel like say. Joker was as a better movie. Piece. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Joker definitely is the one. For sure. I agree. Not, uh, not so take, far, I think he is. The best person to uh, be Damn. on screen. You know so what far, though? So if they do the if they do the sequel or the like, you know, following up movies, I really hope Robert Pattinson is a good Batman. I want him to be a good Batman. I really do. I agree. I really hope because I a did great not. Batman. I did not like Ben Affleck as Batman. Hell no, he's a fat Batman. He's a drunk <laughs> Batman. 
fucking type of shit is that? God, I haven't yeah. even watched the movies, to be honest it with you. I've maybe seen a couple seconds of them, yeah. if that. But. No, it was not. I didn't like it. I've never really liked Ben Affleck as an actor, so then when I heard Me that neither. he was going to be Batman, I was kind of like... I was disappointed. Eh, whatever, not really a big fan. But it's a weak Batman. It is, but I really hope Robert Pattinson is a good Batman. Christian Bale will always be our favorite Batman. Michael Keaton wasn't bad. Michael Keaton was good. I feel like George Clooney wasn't that yeah, great. Michael Keaton was good. George Clooney was not. I that liked great. George Clooney when I was a kid. I, I I'd have to see it again. I watched. It didn't age well. I know, but I watched Michael Keaton and mm-hmm. uh, Danny DeVito mm-hmm. the other day. The, the penguin, other day, yeah, penguin. Danny and DeVito. Michelle Pfeiffer. She plays Catwoman. Oh fuck! That's right. Yeah. Shit. Damn. What a yeah. good movie. That shit is good. I watched it with my grandmother. Who played Robin with the one in uh, with George Clooney? Fucking, uh, I forget who plays Robin. Man, who plays Catwoman? Catwoman's not is oh, redhead, ain't she? No, that's Poison Ivy. Oh, that is Poison uh, Ivy. Uma Thurman plays Poison Ivy, and Arnold Schwarzenegger plays Freeze. He does, and, and then, then the Batgirl. It's it was uh, Bat. Does I Hugh mean, Jackman play? No, no, George who plays Joker. Um, Chris O'Donnell. That's who the fuck it was. Chris O'Donnell played Robin. And, but Joker wasn't in that the one. The too. Bane was in that one, wasn't he? Bane. I think it was just... Jack some, Nicholson. That's what I'm thinking of. He played the Joker. Yeah, he, he did. he played Joker. Who played uh, Two-Face? Didn't somebody play Two-Face? Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones played Two-Face. Yes. Tommy Lee Jones. This is Batman... Batman, the Batman's like the different uh, movies of Batman. They've always had like star power. They've always had big names as far as like who's playing them and the villains and things like that. Like even with the more recent ones, Heath Ledger, Tom Hardy was Bane. Um, well, think about Ra's this. Ghul was Liam Neeson was Ra's al Ghul. Like, right. They had well, the think big Think about names this. There. Who's not excited to to be in a Batman movie? Ah. Even 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 actors, I'm sure actresses are. Oh yeah, fans imagine. Of, Certain things, so imagine I'm sure when something like that comes out, a lot of big names are willing to. Oh uh, yeah, on because board. if your name's attached to something like that, that right. helps your brand. Boom, shit. Attached it. to something like a superhero, like Superman, Batman, whoever Marvel one, that helps all their brand for sure, a hundred percent. Especially now that superhero so many movies of them are taking the fuck over. Robert De Niro, he was a fucking. Oh, yeah, happened. Did we leave out De Niro? He fucking got should, popped in his head. Should we be ashamed of ourselves Maybe for not even talking about De Niro yet? Maybe just a little bit. But I feel like... And you know what's funny? And yeah, De Niro gets popped in the head. He plays Marty, who's a talk show host. Who The Joker, early in the movie, wants to be, be a comedian. So he kind of practices. He's not good. And the Joker has a laughing condition. He like he just breaks out in an outburst of laugh, mm. of laughing attacks. It's like having Tourette's, but he laughs. Yeah. So he goes up, he gets a slot at a comedy night somewhere. Goes up, performs, bombs because all he could do is laugh. Says some corny shit, but it's so funny that like how bad it he is. It goes viral essentially. It goes viral essentially in those times. And Marty, the talk show host, which is basically like a Jimmy Kimmel or a Jimmy Fallon, gets that and plays the clip and eventually has Joker on. And Joker eventually kills him for making fun of his stand-up comedy. 
But another point I want to bring up, we talked about how Jimmy Kimmel took uh-huh. that outtake and kind of like put him on blast. Put, what is the irony between him killing a talk show host and, and Jimmy Kimmel like putting him on blast and doing pretty much doing essentially Joker, doing, yeah. doing what they were doing to the Joker to Joaquin Felix yeah, in, in real life. In real life. Isn't that crazy? That is ironic as it's fuck. It's really man. ironic. Damn. Good so thing it, he didn't pop him. So it kind of like, even that, I'm like, that 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 adds sympathy to it. It's like, damn, these guys are assholes. Like, I mean, that's what they, yeah, I mean, that's what they, they're trolls. It's, and yeah. troll him. Like, not saying that what the Joker did was right. Not saying it wasn't excessive. But I'm, I am saying it was provoked. Yeah, I mean, in a sense. In a sense. But, but also... <laughs> That guy's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> He's ultra sensitive. And nothing in his life seemed like it was going right. So those people snap. But Fucking Robert De Niro. He played the thing. It's not that I forget about him in the movie. It's that like for Robert De Niro. He, it, it's not, he has an important role, but it's not a big role. It's not impactful. It is impactful. Essentially, because it's, it's kind of what it gets. It's what gives Joker his platform. He could have killed anybody that was playing that talk show host is how I feel. But it no, I mean he was the one that was he was looking up to him as a child, and that was his you know childhood you know idol, and then right. he you know by your that. idol you get you get punked and look made look like a bitch, and then you get the chance to go on his show, and like, I feel like I he, agree with all that. he has he has he's not a big role in the movie, but it is a key important role that he plays in the movie. The role is I agree with all of that. I'm saying I don't think it was a hard role to play. I think. Anybody else really could have played that role and could have played it as well as De Niro played it. Mm, who? Go ahead. Name somebody. That's a bold, counter on it? Yeah, that's a bold statement. I need some I need some Out of all of De Niro's roles, you think that was the most one of the most impressive ones? I didn't say it was impressive. That's what but, I'm trying to say. I'm, but I'm trying he to say his that. role wasn't why we didn't highlight him is because his role is not that big. What well, he for, did was not that. But I don't think you could just put anybody there and they do what he does. I don't. I, he adds to the movie. He definitely adds to the movie. It's Robert De Niro. He adds I to the movie. But I don't think you could just put anybody there and it it has the same effect. I don't think it was a hard role to play. Is what I'm saying. I uh, I mean, it might not be the his. And maybe it, it was because I'm comparing it to Joker, who kills the movie. Like you can tell. Well, he really yeah. Well, takes like I said, though, it wasn't a big like role, that. but it's an important role. Obviously, like. That was Joker was the main character of the movie, so they're not gonna have another character over overshadow what he's doing. And as far as the movie, well, a lot of times supporting actors have you know they play great roles. They win awards for that too. But I mean, what, I don't think he's. But what be role in that? There was no. There was like I said, his role is important, but it's not big. There wasn't another big enough role in the movie for somebody to overshine what Joker was. You get what I'm, There was and, a lot of key important. That's the point I'm trying to make. I don't think it was that substantial. I don't think. It was that hard of a role to play. But I don't think you just put because anybody. Because it was illustrated. It wasn't illustrated. But I don't like think that. you just put anybody there and it's, you're, you know, fine, presto, Okay, dandy. well, De Niro's the OG, so he's going to kill it either way. But. Because even, like, if you put a guy like, mm, I don't even know. The fact know. that he's killing De Niro makes it. Yeah, and, and there's, it it yeah, and there's, uh, like, there's. Uh, Cause he played in the King of Comedy, and he was a uh, he was a uh, essentially the 
role of Joker without the Joker aspect to it. That he was a, a comic that was failing and he had a mental disorder and he ends up going on uh, a show like the one that the talk show hosts right. and ends up killing the guy. So, I mean, that, that, that ties into movie, it too. He had a dream about it. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I, I feel like the fact that it is Robert De Niro and it like... You, it it adds to it. I don't feel like it. Like you, you could just put anybody there, and it's it's all fine. Like it's gonna be the same movie. I feel like that adds to it just with the background information and kind of like you know the more because of who who De Niro is exactly. Okay, well, more of the shock value of that. What they put Al Pacino there, and no, uh, I don't think no, because like De Niro has a certain stature about him too. He was a little wider build. He kind of has that like that kind of. Pat Sajak in him? <laughs> yeah, I, well, like, kind of taking over, like, he has the, like, taking over a room just, like, by his stature type. Pacino's a little bit more of a slender guy. He's not really taking, like... Pacino's take, not taking over a room? I feel like if you put Robert... Ne- just I'm talking about just on just based on stature and how he's built. Robert Nero has a little bit more broader shoulders. He's a little bit more, you know, a little, like, I guess, I don't want to... I, yeah, I guess more built in a sense. Than Al Pacino, he's Al Pacino's a little bit more of a slender guy. His presence isn't taking over a room just by just by build, and you know what I'm saying. And in the movie, that helps too because the Joker is kind of viewed as like he's very skinny, like kind of a weak, you know, yeah. you know, on the you know uh, lower side of the spectrum. You know, shit not going his way. Build is like that, but but it, you can tell the difference though. In the movie, you can definitely tell. You know, he's in the suit. De Niro's dressed up. He's got a full, more full this and that. Joker is you know a little bit more run down, a little skinnier. A little You're trying to show the difference in somebody who is on top has the light, and then somebody who you know, has issues mm-hmm. and is viewed as incapable of being successful. So I understand that part. If that's what you're trying to like. Well, that, down. but I feel like just as he, like Robert De Niro's natural build, he just has a naturally like broad build. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it does help. Like little things like that help. I don't see De Niro as that broad though, but I'm I understand. Saying, if you're like, comparing I'm not it to saying, Pacino, yeah, I'm not, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I'm not comparing it to like, but he's not like a guy, but like in that, in the scope of people that we're talking about, he has a little bit more of a bigger broad of a broader build than an Al Pacino. And then in that movie, they Joaquin Phoenix lost a lot of weight so that it gives them even that appearance even more in the scenes that they're in together. Right. It's, I mean, it's a lot of it, like the visuals and like the, those little, like, you know, minute details that they had in the movie. I, I mean, I was watching it from a completely different scope than you were probably just because of like, you know, that is the Batman Joker, all that, that universe is more interesting to me. And I, you know, I, I know some of the background information on it and stuff like that. Right. So I, I saw it from a different scope and I was, you know, really paying attention to like those little minor things that, you know, maybe somebody who wasn't, who's just going just to watch the movie and enjoy the movie. Might right. But what thought. I'm saying is, if De Niro's not in the movie, I don't think that changes anything. My personal opinion. I don't think he brings that much to the movie. I think he did a great job. I understand what you're trying to say. Well, but yeah, I don't man. think it I makes guess we, it, we agree to disagree. On I don't think one. it makes or breaks the movie. I don't think it makes it or breaks it either, but I definitely do think it adds to it. I understand that because it's De Niro, but what I'm trying to say is if De Niro's not there, then it doesn't change anything, in my opinion. Yeah, and I'm not, I disagree with that. So, whatever. I mean, Regardless of it, it's still a great fucking movie. At the right. end of the day, I'll 
I'll go. That's one of the few movies that I'll go back and you know I wouldn't. I would go watch in the movie theaters again and you know, yeah, pay that you know again. twenty bucks for popcorn. I probably would wait thing. for it to come out. I thought it was a great movie. So, go two thumbs up. Go ahead, watch that shit, enjoy it. Yes, sir. Think about it. Yeah, one of many. This is our first uh, no hangover review. Uh, Joker edition. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, this is our first one, so bear with us. They will get better. I promise. Uh, they will be up on the normal platforms: Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, YouTube. And I hope you guys enjoy. Thank you. Yes, sir.